It's the day before Thanksgiving, which means tomorrow I'm gonna eat my weight in way too much fucking food. Probably get drunk half naked by 7 p.m. Cause that's what Americans do. That's what Americans do. Cause nothing says that you're thankful like being a total glutton. So put on football and pop some wine and dip some bread in the fondue. Cause that's what Americans do. Let's call the brand eye. Cause that's what Americans do. Mm-hmm. Hello. What's up? My long lost podcast co-host. Oh, she's alive. Barely, honestly. I got a bone to pick with you. Oh, yeah? Okay. The reason why you lost your voice... Uh-huh. Because you're sick. Oh, but I wasn't sick for the first, like, full week. Yeah, well, guess who got my fiancé sick? Me? Yes. No. She, she sounds just like you now. Really? Or she, sound, she sounds just like you did. Did she feel sick? Yes. Oh, see, I here's my thing. First of all, I would just like to preface by saying that I am having a hot toddy at 10 in the morning. So, oh, wow. Kind of not mad about it. But here's the crazy thing is I really, I don't even really feel sick now. I just have a cough. But it was like one solid week of no symptoms except no voice. Like it was the weirdest thing. And then maybe three days ago, my voice came back. But now I have a cough. Like it's just ridiculous. After the wedding, we come home, Sarah gets sick, and then I'm at work one day, and she calls me, and she's like, well, let's be honest, she sounded like your sister. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people kept telling me. Once once my voice came back a little bit, because, like, I'm, like, wedding, like, my voice was gone. Yeah. Like, there were moments where I was trying to talk to people, and nothing was coming out. Well, welcome back to the world. Thanks. I'm sorry, Sarah's sick. It's all right. You're a jerk and I have to deal with it. And there's nothing worse than dealing with a sick fiance. Is she making you like wait on her hand and foot or what? Well, here's the thing. After doing 16 years of radio, my ears are fucking shot. Okay. I've been living in, in headphones that are way too loud for way too long. So I already can't hear Dick. Okay. Then all of a sudden she turns into... Optimus Prime, where I can't hear anything. And I'm like, what? Huh? What? Huh? And so then I've just like relegated myself to just being like, just like nodding and being like, yeah, okay. Because I can't understand her. And then she's getting mad at me because I'm not like giving her the correct response. But I can't understand what she's saying. She's also talking to me like halfway across the room. And I'm like, dude, you are speaking at a decibel level that can only be heard by some deer and a few different aardvark. And I can't hear those hertz levels. It's also funny though, this is just my life experience, but the way that men and women deal with being sick are are much different. Different, oh yeah, for sure. You know, and a lot of people say that like, you know, the like man flu or whatever, man cold is like really bad. And that may be true, or like the way that like men kind of deal with it. But when I get sick, I'm like a dog that's about to die. I want to like go off in the woods and be left alone, you know? I'm kind of like that too. I don't want to be a bother. Please stay away from me. One, because I don't yeah. want you to get sick. And two, just let me writhe in pain alone. And not to say that Sarah wants me to be around her, but because she she is 
cognizant of the fact that she can get me sick. So she's like, you should stay away. But there is like a little bit of, I miss being around you. Like come, like, come sit on the couch, be close. And whereas I'm like, if I get sick, I'm like, just you stay in that Don't wing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so thank you so much for getting her sick. I got to deal with that. It's always fun. So sorry. Making a lot of bone broth these days. What's oh. A, what's a bone broth? Gross. Bone broth is pretty good. Broth? A lot of people think that bone broth is like the thing these days. Really? Oh, yeah. A lot of people huh. are, are like big into bone broth. It sounds disgusting. Yeah. It sounds I'll like stick to my whiskey. Ooh. It sounds like some like gross way of talking about discharge after sex. Ew. That's <laughs> disgusting. And I would have never thought of that ever. <laughs> that would have never crossed my mind. We got to change the sheets and all this bone broth. <laughs> that is disgusting. Oh, fuck. Even that grossed God. me out. <laughs> that is so bad. I'm so sorry, YFT. God. <laughs> You know what? There are some live tears out there that have a sick sense of humor like moi, and they enjoyed <laughs> that. All right? For sure. <laughs> That's so nasty. Like, how did you make that connection? I Because bone, I think of like yeah, bone. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And broth, you know, it's like Blech. liquid. And bone broth is also brown. So it's Anyways, bone broth, pretty good though. I don't know if I don't know if it's really good for you, but everyone talks about how good it is for you. I guess. But I've been making some bone broth for my lady. Been throwing in some bone broth and then some cayenne pepper, some garlic, little ginger. It's like a nice little soup. That does sound nice. I don't know if it does anything. Right. I'm sure it just hydrates you. And that's what the idea of, that's like chicken soup, you know, like you're just trying to hydrate someone, put a bunch of like sodium in, in them so they can absorb water. So that water can then like go through the body and help break down the, I don't know how, I don't know how bodies work. Wow. That was a good science lesson there. Do you think it was right? I don't know, I don't but know it sounded nice. It sounded right. I don't know if it is or not. I'm pretty sure salt dehydrates you though, no? Salt absorbs water. And then hydrate you. That's why, like, huh. that's why Gatorade is like all sodium. Electrolytes is are just, it? yeah, electrolytes are just sodium. Ew. Yeah. So there you go. And that's why they say, <laughs> like, if you're really dehydrated, you should drink pickle juice. Pickle juice is all. Ew. I know. But that's what they're saying. That's what they say. No, that will never happen for me. That's another term that could be used for, for oh, sex God. discharge. <laughs> We gotta change the sheets and all the pickle juice on the sheet. <laughs> that is so disgusting. So pickle juice is for the guy, and bone broth Ew. is for the girl. <laughs> this is, I'm so sorry. You know, everyone listening. No, I'm not. You know what? I was, I was before we went into this episode. I was like, man, what are we gonna talk about today? Like, I got no good bits. Like, usually, like in my notes, oh. I got a couple good bits. I had nothing, and then all of a sudden, I pull out of my ass. Bone broth and pickle juice bit? Unbelievable. Comedic genius of ours or any other generation. You're welcome. Mary. That's a stretch, but I'll let you have it. Yeah. Today is Sarah's birthday. Today, actually, or today when the podcast comes out? Today when the podcast comes out. Is that, wait, the 20? 20... 24th. Oh, I was going to say Miley's birthday is the 23rd. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, both Sagittarius's, huh? Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, Miles is Tuesday. Never put them in the same room together seriously hilarious oh god it'd be like just does miles also talk about like all the astrological things in the world oh yeah we love that oh my god we love that so much wait what are you you're a taurus yeah yeah i'm a gemini anyways happy uh, birthday to the beautiful sarah highland oh love her so much. how old is sarah 
Well, never supposed to say these things out loud. Do you not? You can cut it. I just want to know. 31. Oh, okay. She's older than Miley. Yeah. So what's been going on? Honestly, I feel like it's been years since I've recorded a podcast. I know. You're welcome. Really. It's crazy. My shoulders hurt from carrying the load for so long. I'm sure it does. Do you have any favorite things? I mean, I've been watching some shit. All right. I watch this shit. shit. I'm watching stream shit too. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. But I will say this. You know what I'm thankful for? What's that? You. Oh, that's nice. Let's start the show. Go into Like me or like you the show? No, you <laughs> Well, I like the show you. I really did. But me? But you. Because Oh, that's really nice. Tomorrow's well. Thanksgiving. That's why I'm saying that. Oh, wow. It's really sneaking up on us, huh? Yeah, really. Coming I'm thankful up and, for you, too. Oh, you know, I was thinking about this at the wedding, actually. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy that you and I talk for like an hour and a half every single week. Why? It's just crazy. Like, I talk to you more than I talk yeah. to probably anyone. <laughs> I know. And That's at, crazy. And at the wedding, I saw you for like 20 minutes, and that was it. I know. Well, And that was the first time I've seen you in person since when? Yeah. Well, probably before I, pandemic. Yeah, before pandemic for sure. I mean, it's been forever. It's just it's just crazy to think about it, I guess. Like, oh, like Wells is one of my little besties. We talk so much. I know. And <laughs> about pickle juice, but still. Bone broth. I think we would have hung out longer, but you couldn't fucking talk to anybody. No, I know. I know. And it was so hard because like it it really did feel like a reunion, right? Mm-hmm. Like it um, it felt like a reunion. I saw so many people I haven't seen in so long. Because of the pandemic, really. And it was frustrating because I wanted to talk to everybody. But, like, I would, pr- I knew, like, continuing to talk was going to make my voice worse. Yeah. So, like, every time I saw somebody, I would literally start with, I lost my voice. Like, I can't really talk. And they would just continue to ask me shit and continue to yeah. talk to me. So then I felt like I had to keep talking. Yeah. You know? But I feel like you were one of the few people that, that got it and were like, oh, I probably shouldn't talk to her because she can't talk. Yeah. Like, there was a couple people that that got that and you're you're definitely one of them but it was hard because like i was trying not to talk but i wanted to catch up with on with everyone so bad i recognize that you are sick so i was trying to stay away from you two i didn't want it i wanted you to be able to like talk at some point in your life because we have a podcast where you use your right. voice right we start the show first yeah i think we should okay you go for it because you've been gone for a while oh you're so right mm-hmm Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. She's finally back, and it's the day before Thanksgiving, which means I'm thankful for her voice being back. God, I'm so talented. Um, Are you though? Yes, I am. A lot of people tell me that. A lot of people besides say besides Sarah, my mom. Is it besides besides people obligated? <laughs> I mean, that's two people. <laughs> that's a lot of people. So many. That's like twenty percent of my friend, my friend group, right there. That's true. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. 
I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Uh, speaking of, I mean, we talked a little bit about it when, when Sarah was hosting, but Ben had 400 people at his wedding. It was the biggest. I mean, I haven't been to that many weddings, but it was a very large. It's the biggest one I've ever been to. Same. And I think because we were all pretty much inside, like, you know, the reception was kind of indoor, outdoor. And I know like our group hung out outside a lot. But for the most part, everyone was just crammed into these like indoor, like they were very nice tents, but that's kind of what they were. And so to have everybody like in one enclosed space too, it just felt like so many people. Yeah. But great energy. I don't know. Like it, it definitely was like I've I've been to a lot of weddings this year, and it was like by far the most fun wedding, right? That I've been to. Well, the guest list was pretty cool. I mean, there's a lot of I know. I mean, it was all bachelor people. Who is like your favorite people person to see from from BN at this wedding? Oh gosh. Well, like people I know or people I don't. I don't know. I guess it's how I knew you most of them. That's yeah. the crazy part. I'm not even freaking on The Bachelor, and somehow I know all these people. Yeah, because you stole um, all my friends. This was a honestly. I think the person I you're gonna laugh. The person I was most excited to see uh, was Derek and his fiance. Same. Because I have. I haven't met her yet. And I, I love Derek, but I've just been so excited to meet her. She did not disappoint. Like, she is everything. Yeah. She was giving. I'm obsessed with her. She was giving me a lot of shit that night because I haven't really hung out with her in person except the first time Derek went on a date with her. Oh. So she was giving me shit because she said that, like, I didn't talk to her or pay any attention to her on the first time I met her, which was their first date ever. That is crazy. So the story of how Derek and Saf like got together, I think <clears throat> I don't I don't want to tell his story for him, but it was something like he was on a date <laughs> with someone else. Oh, I love those stories. And then like saw Saf with like yeah. somewhere else and like total douche move, but like went and like got her number or something like that while on like a first date, like a Tinder date with somebody else. I, something like that. That is hilarious. So then their first them together, I believe, was when I was in New York. I think I was filming Worst Cooks or I was doing. Oh. No, I wasn't. I wasn't filming Worst I might have been. I was either filming Worst Cooks or I was doing my Good Morning America segment. But but also those mm -hmm. things come, those things intertwined at some point. So I had gone out. I met up with Ben Higgins. And Derek came and met up with us. And then he was like, hey, this girl I just met is going to come meet up with us. Is that cool? Ben and I were like, yeah, dude, we want to we want to like be introduced to this chick and like, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. 
Also, Broy Joey from the circle was there some random reason. That's random. Yeah. So she came and I met her and I was like, nice to meet you. Derek's my my best friends. And I was like, yes, you are very beautiful. You are a model or you know, I, whatever I said. And then I was one, I wanted to spend time with Ben. And two, I was like getting to know Broy Joey from the circle. And so I didn't really pay attention, a whole lot of attention to her, you know? So at the wedding, Saf is like, I've got a bone to pick with you. Like that first night, you did, did not talk to me at all. Okay. What do you mean? I don't know what to tell you. You guys were on a first date. Not for nothing. Didn't know how long you were going to last. All right. I wasn't getting emotionally oh, invested fair. into you. Uh, <laughs> listen, I love Derek, but, uh, you know, didn't want to get too emotionally invested in you. <laughs> Which that was not the right answer. <laughs> Definitely not, but a fair, a fair, honest answer. <laughs> yeah, you know, listen, I had a couple whiskeys. I was being honest. Yeah. I love how you're drinking whiskey right now to the coffee mug. Well, it's tea. it's a hot toddy. Mm. It's tea with a nice little, like, shot of whiskey. Yeah. Is it helping? Should I give that to Sarah? Yeah. I mean, I think it helps me not cough, and it makes my throat sound better, I think. Yeah. I'm drinking, like, throat coat tea, which I'm sure Sarah knows about and has. Mm-hmm. Um, you know about throat coat? You have to. You're in radio. Yeah. And yeah, throat coat's the best. And then a good amount of honey and a shot of whiskey. Yeah. Definitely makes me sound better. I don't know. Dude. Also, like, an excuse to drink whiskey at 10 a.m., so. The best throat coat is pickle juice or bone broth. That is disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. That was awesome. She's awesome. She's just, I mean, so beautiful, obviously. But, like, she is so fun. Like, such a great personality, so friendly. I had my friend Lena with me, and she's from Denver. And, like, Lena didn't know, like, in, like nearly as many people as me. But, like, like Saf was, like, so sweet to her mm-hmm. and, like, just talking to us and getting to know us. Like, she was just great. I don't know. I just really liked her a lot. Did Derek you? did good. Derek did, yeah. He really landed on his feet there. I mean, love Derek, but, you know. Yeah, it was Derek, <laughs> you know. Anything else from the wedding? I don't think so. I was kind of surprised Caitlin Bristow wasn't there. Are you? I guess. I mean. They're not really friends, though, I feel. I know, but she like lives. They're, fo- they're cordial, but, like, it's not like they hang out or anything. I guess, but I don't know. I mean, she lived in Nashville for a while or does live in Nashville. Where does she live? She lives in Nashville. Nashville, but she's on her podcast tour. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like I wasn't surprised she wasn't there, I guess, just because. I don't know, like. Sean was there, so like that would have been weird. And I Sean know. and Ben are pretty good buddies, so no, like obviously I, Sean's gonna get the uh, you know the the invite over Caitlin, I think. I know, but I wanted to see Caitlin there with Sean there, well, with Nick there, with me there, I know. watching. I know it it would have been something, but like I don't know, I I it, I wasn't shocked she wasn't there. And if I were Caitlin, I probably wouldn't have gone. Yeah, <laughs> put myself in an awkward situation for no reason. I don't know. Yeah. Um, speaking of Caitlin, we haven't even announced this anywhere yet, but I am actually going to join her on her live podcast in Charlotte on Sunday. Um, I know I didn't think I was going to be able to do it when they, when she first asked me about doing some of these dates, I literally was, had something going on every single one. And, um, and then I, whatever I had going on this weekend got canceled. So I was like, I called her and I was like, Hey, if you still want me, I'd love to go. So I will be in Charlotte on Sunday with KB. Cool. Yeah. All right, anything else about the wedding that we need to go over or? I don't think so. Yeah. My highlight was meeting Saf. Yeah. Seeing Ben's parents because I love them. Dude. Um, and the bourbon room. The bourbon room was cool. Yeah, it was very cool. My, My favorite part by far. I might steal that idea for our wedding. It's a really good idea. 
All right. Happy for them. Yeah. It was a great, fun time. Super happy for Ben and Jess. They're perfect for each other. Yeah. You know? They are. Yeah. And I get to hang out with uh, Ben and Jess early next year because we're playing a golf tournament together in Orlando. Oh, I saw some. Jess is going? I'm trying to get Sarah to go too, but she might be doing a movie or something. You know, the spouses like walk around with professional athletes and, you know, cheer us on and stuff. That's crazy. Uh, with golf tournament. Yeah, so someone was like, hey, I want to know where this is so I can go. I was like, oh, I should tell everyone. So it's in Orlando. It's January 20th through January 23rd. And it's at the Hilton Grand Vacation. Mm. It's at Lake Nona Golf and Country Club. So it's going to be LPGA Tour winners, like all the best ladies, and then a bunch of celebrities and athletes and entertainers and stuff. So, yeah, you can get tickets. Just type in LPGA Tournament of Champions. And then, uh, yeah, you can go get tickets. And then uh, I'm going to be there. The way golf works is, you know, you can follow whoever you want to follow. You can follow their group or whatnot. I know this is, sounds like such a weird thing, but you could come and just follow along with me playing golf. Because I am who I am, I'm going to be talking to everybody all the time. I just know it. There probably mm-hmm. will be times where I'm, I'll be focused, but I'll probably be walking along with everyone being like, hey, what's going on? Be like drinking beers, you know, and mm-hmm. yeah, chit-chatting with everyone. So if you want to go do that and hang out, and I got a feeling they're going to pair like Ben and I together because we're friends. And that'll probably yeah. make sense to be like, oh, if you want to go follow like the Bachelor grouping, then go do that. So, yeah, come that hang out fun. if you want to. And like, actually, I know a lot of w- women listen to this. If you have a like a husband or a boyfriend who loves golf, this is like a thing you could do together, I guess. I don't know. That's true. Or or don't come. I don't believe it. Or you can watch. I'll be TV. in Florida then. Come hang out. How far is Orlando from Ocala? I don't know. Huh. I'll look at it. I'll look into that. I'll yeah. be in Ocala or showing. So maybe I'll pop down. Come on down. No. All right. You got some faith things, bro? Bro, I feel like I've watched so much TV because I haven't been able to talk. Same, same. Um, first of all, Yellowstone is finally fucking back. Yeah. Do you watch Yellowstone? I feel like you don't. I don't. Oh, my God. What are you doing? I know. I know. Everyone like, tells me. It was. The the season four premiere, my mom gave me some stat about it. It was like the most watched network episode of like forever. Like no. it, the the ratings were just huge for the season premiere. Yeah, I mean, I, there's nothing really to say about it except that it's literally the greatest show since Game of Thrones. So wow, I love it so much. Like I just love it so much. Luke Grimes is so hot. So we this it's the beginning it. of a new season right now. Yeah, season four. So and like season three ended ended on this massive cliffhanger. Yeah. Um. So since you don't watch it, if if you okay, if you don't haven't watched Yellowstone, first of all, do yourself a favor and start it immediately. Mm-hmm. But basically, it's about this family that owns this huge, probably like the biggest ranch, um, in in um Big Sky County, Montana. Yeah. Um, and it like the thing I like about it is it's like it's not like. It's not like, you know, this family's like super rich and like comes from money or anything like that. Like it's just like this land has been in this family forever, right? And so like this family is like doing whatever it takes to protect their land and their ranch because all these developers are coming in and trying to buy all this land in Montana because it's the new hotspot or whatever. And then you also have um, the element of like the Native Americans that have that live on the reservation, like right basically next door. And um, and, you know, like. Yeah, the land has the Dutton Ranch has been in their family for years, but it wasn't always theirs, right? Like 
like originally it was the Native Americans land. And so like the Native Americans are also trying to get their land back. And then these developers are after like, it's just this all out like war over this land. And, and the thing I love about the family dynamic is it's like the family is a disaster. Like everyone's a disaster, but like they will fight to the death for each other and to, like to protect what's theirs. And I really love that. But so at the end of season three, like out of nowhere in the last couple of minutes, like all these people come after each family member separately. And it's like an all out like shootout and like three of her people get shot. And like you, they end the season, like not knowing like who died, who lived, like what's going on. Like you just don't know. And so it made for a really great start to season four. It's really, really good. I just highly recommend if you haven't seen it. Is Kevin Costner still on it or what? Oh yeah. He's the star. Yeah. Star of the show. John Dutton. Is Kevin Costner sexy mold man? Or, or not? Oh, I, yeah. My mom, like, drools over him every week. Yeah. She's like, why can't I just be with Kev? <laughs> Loves him. <laughs> Too good. Oh, that's amazing. I know. <clears throat> also on, on Paramount Network. Yeah. Mayor of Kingstown. Yes. They just, uh, it's the same writer and director of Yellowstone, Taylor Sheridan, who yeah. I didn't realize Taylor Sheridan wrote and directed Wind River. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever see that movie with Elizabeth Olsen? No. Oh my God, it's so good. It's about an Indian reservation in Wyoming and the statistics about like all the women that go missing on reservations and there's no, because they don't have the funds for like any sort of legal system on reservations, like these women go missing and like no one even looks for them kind of thing. But what's the guy's name that's in Mayor of Kingstown, the lead runner, Jeremy Renner? Yeah. He's in Wind River also. Yeah. Anyway, Taylor Sheridan's phenomenal. So like he did Mayor of Kingstown and I watched, I've seen the first two episodes of that. Do you love it? I haven't seen it yet. It's just on my list of things. Oh, my God. Okay. God, I wish you'd seen episode one because there is a fucking plot twist in episode one that I am not thrilled about. Okay. Like livid, actually. Yeah. So it's like on the list. But the thing is, is that we have like five different things that just came up. Now I'm dick deep in like five different episodes of things that I got to do. So. Yeah. Well, this one, you definitely should start this one. It's really good. If you guys haven't seen, it's it's about, like, I guess this, like, super small town, for whatever reason, has, like, three prisons, like, within a, you know, five-mile radi- radius or something insane. The idea of this, like, mayor of Kingstown is, like, this guy that is, like, the liaison between the police and the prisons and the thugs that live in this town and, like, all this crazy stuff. So it's definitely action-packed, great actors, and obviously uh, Jeremy Renner and then uh, Kyle Chandler is in it, too, and... Taylor Hanley, who I haven't seen in so long, he's in this, but it's really good. It's it kind of reminds me of an HBO show, but it's Paramount. So, so is the mayor of Kingstown? Is it Jeremy Renner or is it Kyle Chandler? Kyle Chandler. Well, that's a trick question, Wells, and you're gonna have uh, to watch to find out. Copy that. I feel like Kyle Chandler must die in the first episode. Here's the yeah. tag: the McCluskey family are power brokers. Tackling themes of systematic racism, corruption, and inequality in Kingstown, Michigan, where the business of incarceration is the only thriving industry. Mayor of Kingstown on Paramount Plus. That's the only problem. It's on Paramount Plus. Who's got Paramount Plus? I mean, we do. Anyone with cable. Oh, really? Yeah, so if you have cable and you have a login for your cable, you can use that to watch anything on Paramount Plus. Copy that. All right. Also, you can also buy anything on Paramount Plus on Amazon Prime yeah. if you want to go that route. We started watching a show called Invasion. What's that on? I've seen that. It's on Apple TV. That's right. Here's the tag. Earth is visited by an alien species that threatens humanity's existence. 
Events unfold in real time to the eyes of five ordinary people across the globe as they struggle to make sense of the chaos unraveling around them. So, yeah, basically, aliens come and they're just fucking shit up. And so it's about these five different groups of people. Like, you have this Indian family. You have this sheriff. By the way, the sheriff is the guy from Jurassic Park. Sam Neill is in it from Jurassic Park. Sam Neill plays the police officer in a small town. And then there is someone who works for NASA, but in Japan, who's dealing with stuff over in Japan. There's, like, an Indian family from, like, Long Island, you know, so it's like all these different people from different walks of life and different places on the world. And then these aliens come and they just fuck shit up. And um, you're not really sure what's happening, but they're kind of like infecting us. And you can't shoot them. They don't die from that. But there's all these like asteroids coming down. Like these asteroid particles seem to be like the only thing that like can like fight off the aliens. Listen, I'm pretty early in. But uh, if you're into alien movies, Invasion. Pretty good. I love an alien movie. Yeah. I will say Wait, this. Is it a show? Or yeah, movie? it's a show. I will say this. It took a couple episodes to, to pick in. up. Okay. So if you're like, after the, after the first two episodes, you're like, dude, come on. Like, I want to see some aliens. Or like, I want to like see what's going on. Got to wait until like episode three. Then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, okay. Things are getting mm -hmm. legit. And they also okay. have established characters and everything. So, but yeah. Got it. I like that. Speaking of aliens. Yeah. Did you watch season two of Another Life? No. Did you? I finished it so fast. Was it good? I mean, I feel like that show is like either for you or not, right? It's like super sci-fi-y. Yeah. I love it. Like I cruised through it. I thought it was just as good as episode two. I think it like got a little more sci-fi-y in season two than it did in the first season. Mm -hmm. So if at the end of season one, you were feeling like, oh, mm, it's too sci-fi for me. Like you probably won't love season two, but I really loved it. I really like that cast, like a bunch of those actors. I just really like to watch. Um, but if you like aliens and you like sci-fi stuff, like uh, definitely watch. Like I loved it. I got a movie for everyone that I really liked a lot. Okay. Have you heard of The Hunt? No. Came out last year. It's really good. And I feel like everyone's in it. Here's the tag. 12 strangers wake up in a clearing. They don't know where they are or how they got there. They don't know they've been chosen. For a very specific purpose, the hunt. Did you ever have to read The Most Dangerous Game as a kid? Oh, yeah. So if you're not familiar with The Most Dangerous Game, basically it's a bunch of rich people, get a bunch of people, put them in like this like kind of big forest, and then they hunt them. Mm -hmm. Effectively what this is. But there's kind of like a geopolitical angle, angle to this, which makes it topical, interesting, and very funny. Everyone is in this movie. Like who? Okay, so uh, Hillary Swank's in it. Oh, wow. Betty Gilpin, who she's in that show Glow, where they're like female wrestlers. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. She's the lead and she's fantastic. And then like Emma Roberts is in it. Oh, wow. Ike Barinholtz is in it. Ian Supley, who was in Boy Meets World. He's like the kind of the bigger. He's also in Remember the Titans, Chasing Amy, Mall Rats. John Q. He's been in a lot of stuff. Virgil Simpson, who's an amazing musician. For some reason what? he's in it. Yeah. That's weird. A lot of actors, you're like, oh, I know that person. Oh, I know that person. Oh, I know that person. Yeah, it's a bunch of people who get put in this field and then they get hunted. That's and crazy. it's it's a, got a funny political twist to all of it. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Like, Where do you watch this? HBO Max. Oh, okay. Yeah, loved it. 
Love Hilary Swank. She's great in it. Mm-hmm. Emma Roberts plays the um, Tommy Lauren. <laughs> she plays like Tommy oh, Lauren. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Pretty great. We started watching this show called Foundation, which is on Apple+. Plus. Here's the tag. A complex saga of humans scattered on planets throughout the galaxy, all living under the rule of the Galactic Empire. So it's kind of confusing, but it's it's kind of like Star Wars-y, maybe even like Dune, I guess. There's basically a king who rules over the entire galaxy, right? To preserve his lineage, he has cloned himself at three different times. So there's like an old king, middle-aged king, and child king. No matter what, they'll just like continue to be, you know, forever around in the galaxy. And then there is this mathematician named Harry Seldon who has used math to predict the future. And he predicts that the galaxy is going to crumble in the next hundred years. He like basically goes on trial because that's like heresy and that, you know, causing panic or whatnot. And he's like, I can't, I don't know what to tell you. Like, this is just math. So they bring in this young girl who's like super smart, like, Albert Einstein of her time, but like younger, to check his math to see if it if it's right, like in the trial. Turns out it is. They don't get killed. They like get shipped off into like another outer world, which is something that he also predicted using the math. And so basically now they're like kind of like enemies of the state pretty early in. But it's very, very interesting where being able to use all this these equations to like figure out what's going to happen and then, of course, you have this antiquated empire that's, like, against them. Yeah, so it's kind of like Star Wars. kind of fucking nerdy. Uh, and I kind of love it. So the foundation. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, pretty cool. It's got a really good rating, too, on IMDb. Is it everything? Oh, dude, have you seen the show Alter Ego? No, never even heard of it. Dude, I feel like we're, like, it's, like, now the simulation. Like, now the world's starting to end. And we're, like, going into Ready Player One. And I don't know if I love Ooh. it. Yeah. So Alter Ego is a singing competition. Okay. Which sounds right off the bat, like here's it sounds cool. Yeah. Here's the tag. Singers from all walks of life become the stars they've always wanted to be. They'll be given the chance to show how they've always wanted to be seen, creating their dream avatar, Alter Ego. Right off the bat, you're like, oh cool, it's a singing competition. It's Hosted and judged by Nick Lachey and Alanis Morissette. You're like, all right. I saw Grimes was on there, the uh, episode that I watched. It's a singing competition, but uh, the people who are in the singing competition are in a different room. And they have all those dots on their face and their body as if they're doing CGI. And they have like one of those cameras that's like held out in front of them. And all the judges see is a hologram avatar of the person on stage. So it's like Ready Player One, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's creepy and weird, and I don't like it. You don't? I mean, it's cool because you're like, oh, this is is kind of interesting. But then there's also part of me that's like, oh, this is the future. We're all going to be living in fucking headsets. We're we're never going to go outside. We're going to live in the metaverse, which, ugh. It sounds similar. There's a Black Mirror episode kind of like what you're saying. Where yes. It's like a singing competition, but it's all yeah, Avatar type stuff. It's weird. I so I don't know how I feel about it, but it, it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. And then, I mean, like how we feel about Pete Davidson and Kim K. Like, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. I mean, 
I am mind blown that Pete Davidson gets all these girls, but Hey, I, I mean, I get it. The guy's funny and the guy's tall. And those are two things that I know. apparently make up for a whole lot more for girls with men. I, I can't tell you how many times, like I'll be talking to some girl about like some guy and, and it's like, well, what do you like about him? He's just really tall. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but like, this kind of sucks about it. She's like, it's like, yeah, but he's so tall. It's like that really blinds a girl. I don't know what it is. Yeah, what do you think is it about height that does it? I don't know. I mean, I'm a sucker for it too, so I just I don't know. I mean, to be honest with you, it can't as a as a relatively tall man dating a very yeah. short person. I mean, it's got to suck for the girl's neck because it's a lot of like <laughs> you know, like wrenching up to kiss. Yeah. I don't know, but it's a thing. It's a big thing. I guess. It's great PR for both of them. So they're doing something right. You know, when Pete Davidson started dating Ariana Grande, I was like, uh, good for him, you know? Mm -hmm. And then like Kate Beckinsale came along and I was like, oh, I get it. Pete's a star fucker. That's cool. Yeah. Ain't no shame in the game, you know? Sure. And then he started dating, I don't know, uh, oh, the girl from Bridgerton. And I was like, okay, big star fucker. And now this has happened. And I think it's amazing because Pete Davidson went from being a star fucker and then fucked his way into being a star. Yeah. He has used that apparently magnificent Wang Chung of his. Yeah. <laughs> to become a legitimate star. Now, obviously, he was on SNL. He's very funny. Great stand up. Sure. Like he already was kind of a star. But like right. he has fucked his way into like superstardom. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, but you could you could literally say the same thing kind of about MGK. He just won Best Rock Artist at the AMAs. Yeah. Well, he's not a he, rock artist, by the way. <laughs> well, that's a great point. But, like, <laughs> literally a year ago, he yeah. would have never probably even been in that category. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like MGK. I like his music. I've listened to him for a long time. But he did, he was not mainstream until he started dating What's-Her-Face, yeah. Megan Fox. Yeah, anyways. I just love the fact that Pete Davidson— Star fucked his way into becoming a star. He did. And that is impressive. But there's also like the funny thing that is, is that like uh, Chloe, who's the one that's, that's dating the guy from Blink-182? Courtney. Courtney. Courtney's like, you, you know, I was the cool I one. And then you got, I know. And she was like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. And I love Courtney. She's so nice. I've never met any of them. She's awesome. So anyways, good for, good for you, Pete Davidson. I'm just proud of you. you know? Yeah, I mean. And that Kevin Jonas thing, I didn't get to speak to him, but he looked over at uh, Sarah and I and acknowledged us. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, I feel like you have some understanding of who we are, which is exciting. Probably yeah. understanding of Sarah and not me so much, but I don't know. For sure. I'm sure they've, they've come up with a few like Bachelor in Paradise bits on SNL that just didn't make the cut. But, you know, good for you, Pete Davidson. I'm just proud of you, kid. It's a bummer that they didn't do this before Halloween because just think of all the great costumes that could have come out of that one. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, now he's fucked his way into such superstardom that I feel like the next one is not going to be a star because he's mm -hmm. like, I don't, I, I don't need to chase clout anymore because I have the utmost clout. I mean, yeah. Where do you go from Kim K? You know, I don't know. I'm not sure. But, I mean, the thing is though, like Pete likes some young yeah, and he likes an older woman too. Like yeah. he has no type. Yeah. Pete just likes some deep dick. Yep. That's it. That's, that's kind of all I got right now. We all didn't right. talk Bachelorette at all. Well, I haven't seen this week. Yeah. So maybe we'll just do like a recap next week of like the past couple. Maybe. Yeah. 
Are you in? I've got like one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. Same. I'm watching it, but like. Oh, speaking of The Bachelor, how about Hannah Brown like breaking the news that she was like boning Pilot Pete during his season and stuff? Okay. So I obviously have not read her book and I don't really plan on it. Yeah. But all I've, so all I know about it is like what I see on my explore page where people are pulling quotes from yeah. this book same, or whatever. Same. And is it just me or is the whole book her just gossiping yeah. about the dudes from her season? Like, that's what it seems like to me. That's what it seems like to me. It's like a, like a lot of Tyler Cameron stuff. Yeah. I want to go ahead and say this to the YFTers and to the world. I will never write a fucking book. No? I, 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 I kind of hope you do so we can pull this audio clip. The fact that the people, that Bachelor people think that people give a shit about this so much that they'd read a book is mind-blowing to me. I mean... Like, we've talked about it. Like, Ben wrote a book, Alone in Plain Sight, sent it to me. But Ben's book was very different. Was it? It wasn't really a whole lot to do about The Bachelor. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, you know? all the... Like, I think that Tyler Cameron's got a book. Yeah, he does. But I haven't... Obviously, haven't read that. Who's buying these books, guys? Who's buying these does books? Nick, does Nick have a book? I don't know. Probably. I think he does, maybe. Everyone's got a book. It's insanity. Yeah. I'm actually shocked Caitlin hasn't written a book. I feel like hers might be pretty good. <laughs> Probably. Books are definitely uh, the trend right now, which is I should just write a book. Honestly, you should. I've always wanted to write a book, so I'm not going to say that I'll never write one. I would write one too. But if I do write one, it's not going to be about – it's definitely not going to be about my like love life. Yeah. And it's not going to be gossipy. Like That's silly. IHeart asked me to interview her, I think tomorrow. <laughs> oh, God. And For what? I think she's going to come on Ben and Ashley's show. Ben's obviously on a honeymoon, and I think Ashley is pregnant. She's very pregnant. Yeah. IHeart was like, hey, can you do this? And so oh, I want to be like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I want to get the tea. I want to get all yeah. the information without having to read your book because it's not going to sure. do it. Right. Yeah, but anyways. Pilot. Very interesting. I know. I wonder if those guys are like, Okay, here we go. Probably. It's amazing that Pete Davidson didn't get in there. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> She's not a big enough star for Pete Davidson. That's true. You know? Yeah. Oh, you know what we got to do? We got to do Thanksgiving stuff. Oh. What are you thankful for? Oh, God. Now I'm on the spot. Yeah. No pressure. I'll be thankful when I don't fucking cough ever again for the rest of my life. Yeah. Same. I am thankful for Azzy Girl. Okay, your dog. And Star Girl. Mm -hmm. Other dog. And my house that I live in. Mm -hmm. I just really love it a lot. And I'm just very thankful for the home that I have. I'm thankful for my family, even though they're all nuts. Mm -hmm. Thankful for you, Wells. All right, coming in seventh. And and for the YFTers. Yep. I do love our podcast so much. And I think missing it for the past two weeks really made me appreciate it and realize how much I love it. Yeah. I'm also thankful for all the animals on the farm. I would name them all, but it would take me a full five minutes. Mm. And honestly, like it's just always been my dream since I was little to have my own farm and have my animals in the backyard. And I'm living that dream. And I'm just so thankful for that. And I'm thankful for my DJ career because I love it so much. And it's just the coolest way ever to pay the bills. And I'm just really thankful for that. I guess that's all. Okay. I'm thankful for Funfetti Cake, too. It's my favorite dessert. I had some last night, oh, so nice. I was just thinking about it. Okay. Good times. All right. I'll go. I'm thankful for my beautiful fiance, even though Brandy got her sick and she sounds like Megatron right now. I'm thankful for my family, even though they are insane and don't even know how to deal with them half the time. But, you know, so it goes. 
Oh, I can't talk about it, but I recently finished a new project TV show that I had an absolutely amazing time working on. It was one of those experiences where I was like, oh, when people are like, it was the most fun set to work on and it was just so wonderful and I love everyone. I have always enjoyed doing like Paradise, but it's a lot of work and stuff. But this one was truly like an absolute joy to go to work every single day. And I was very thankful every single moment on set. And I can't wait to tell everyone about it whenever they release that information. And I'm thankful for my dogs. And we have a nice house. And I'm thankful for all the YFTers out there because you guys give me an excuse to be a complete and utter piece of garbage and sit on my couch and watch TV all the freaking live long day. And that makes me very happy that you exist in the world. That's it. Like what happens in the Cyrus house on Thanksgiving? We usually just like eat till we throw up really. Yeah. But the stars, I'm actually, I'm just spending, like us. Think, yeah, I'm actually spending Thanksgiving Apart from the fam this year, which I'm sad about, but they just all decided to stay in California and I wanted to stay home because I've been traveling so much and I'm leaving again Sunday. So I decided to stay here, but it's my favorite Thanksgiving dish. It's so basic of me, but God, I just love mashed potatoes so much. Mm. Do you make your own gravy? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like it's rare to get like made from scratch, like hand mashed, like mashed potatoes with like turkey gravy. Like when else do I get that really? Mm -hmm. You know? bomb yeah we don't really have any traditions really i mean we usually like argue at some point you know during the thanksgiving dinner so i'd say that's probably the closest we get to a uh tradition the stars are just like us yeah i'm gonna spatchcock a turkey this year you're gonna i'm sorry what spatchcock what the fuck does that mean yeah that's a fancy culinary term for i'm gonna rip that fucker's spine out and then i'm oh going to God. break its sternum flat to the ground and then so violent. I know, but that's what it is. And then I'm going to cook it evenly, probably in the grill. Maybe I'll smoke it, but I'll probably just do it on the grill. This is what my social media feed looks like. It's a lot of golf instruction videos. It's a lot of cooking and then like a solid amount of thirst traps, mainly a lot of cooking. And so the big thing this year is everyone spatchcocking their turkeys. And so if you've seen it, you know, what I'm talking about and I'm going to try it this year, see how it goes. And yeah. Wow. Does that mean you guys are having your own Thanksgiving? Yeah, or? we've now like fully gone. This is our family. We're doing it. Mm -hmm. So my brother and his wife are coming over and then Sarah's bestie uh, and her boyfriend are coming over and then that boyfriend's sister and boyfriend are coming over. So yeah, we're going to have a little Friendsgiving, you know? Nice. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I love that. I'm going to spatchcock that turkey. That is so disgusting sounding. I just, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. No. I'm going to use that spatchcock with some bone broth. <laughs> oh, God. Pickle juice all over that spatchcock. It's so disgusting. <laughs> Have we gone like we're not doing music anymore? I don't I don't understand oh. what the rules are. I mean, it's hard when there's no good music coming out. Oh, got him. Got him. Do you want to do music or? Oh, I forgot about the thing. Yeah. That's oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, do we so do we do music or do we not do music? I don't know. What do you think? Can't imagine we are high on the list of people they want to sue. I don't know. Maybe let's not do music so we don't get sued. I don't know. All right, then I'm gonna go out on I think the most Thanksgiving y song 
ever. It was a song that when I was at Lightning 100, we played the entire like 15 minute version on Thanksgiving. And it's just such a good song. Arlo Guthrie, Alice's Restaurant. Are we going to get sued for this or no? I mean, maybe, but I don't. Great. I mean, you know. Oh, sorry. 18 minutes long. Good Lord. All right. Well, Brandy, I'm glad to have you back. Same. You know, we've missed you. I missed you guys a lot. I really did. Yeah. And... By the way, we did a, a fuck you very much, this I think, last episode, and we needed to revive oh, nice. that. So if you want to go leave some, you can say whatever you want about us. Just give us five stars, but say whatever you want, and then we'll read it on the show and give you guys creds. Um, because I do miss the fuck you very much segment, and it also helps us, I feel like, get more ratings. Oh, love that for us. You know? Yeah. Well, we're thankful for you, YFTers out there. Have an amazing, we have an amazing weekend, gording yourself on fucking nitrates and proteins and carbohydrates. Shit your brains out for the next couple of days, and just remember that that's what America's all about. Yeah. All right. See you guys. Love ya. Love ya. Now it all started two Thanksgivings ago, it was on two years ago on Thanksgiving when my friend and I went up to visit Alice at the restaurant, but Alice doesn't live in the restaurant, she lives in the church nearby the restaurant in the bell tower with her husband Ray and Fotch is a dog, and living in the bell tower like that, they got a lot of room downstairs where the pews used to be, and having all that room, seeing as how they took out all the I'm Natalie Barbu, host of The Real Real Podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to The Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.